Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. To the 40, 35, into the 30, cut back 25, into the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! This is the best bad idea we have, sir. All right, we are the Driveway Athletes. I am Jack, joined tonight by Ed. I guess I can go back to as always. Um, as always. I didn't didn't cut an episode in between. Um, so as always. <laughs> um, no wrestling podcast yeah, this week? No, I'm, I'm hoping to get back to it. I was enjoying watching some of those old old matches and old pay-per-views. I did like a couple weeks ago, maybe it's a month ago at this point when they um, did the anniversary of like uh, Hogan coming out uh, and dropping the, uh, the old leg to join the NWO. Uh, I did rewatch that end of that pay-per-view and it was so, it was fun. Um, I was watching um, good morning football today on NFL network and uh, Goldberg was on the show. <laughs> you know, like they've tried to have him do like MMA shows. They tried to have him do a lot and he has like a hard time, like separating himself from the gimmick a little bit. He was so, like big yeah, brother in people, you know? Yeah. He, um, I don't know what, what his involvement with MMA is, but you know, like he played football I don't know if he got injured or what. Like, did he play for maybe Atlanta? I I can't remember. But the Falcon, yeah, it was the Falcons. Yeah. Um, and then after his football career, of course, he he uh, got into wrestling. Um, he he was entertaining on the show today, but he was talking a bit, little bit, a bit, a little bit about MMA. Um, so. But I thought it was a interesting um, having him on the show. Like he was a decent, he was a decent wrestler. I, I, I mean, like a phenom. You know, like he's yeah. one of those guys where, like, his in ring ability, his mics, you know, mic skills left a little something. But like, he had that star power. You know, like he had that factor, mm-hmm. um, and. It's tough. They're those kind of people, like one is the people with that certain star thing don't come around all that often. And not always are they used correctly, you know. And um, he kind of was like the late 90s version of the Ultimate Warrior. A little bit. I, I liked his, uh, I liked the spear and he had something else too, like a... the jackhammer. Yeah, that that was a pretty decent finishing move. So, and it was just that era, you know, like everything was over the top. Everything was, you know, so to have him run through at a hundred and ninety-eight and zero or whatever, you know, just very symbolic of like nineteen ninety-eight, nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, I forgot he he was undefeated, right? He was undefeated and for a long time, <laughs> and then uh, they build him up. 
to have uh, Kevin Nash eventually beat him because Scott Hall hit him with like a taser first. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. And then the next night, Nash kind of flopped for Hogan to get the belt back. Um, but that's like WCW had peaked by that point and was really in the downward slide. Um, and that was kind of the last big, you know, like sometimes the climax of the story is before is actually before what you think is the climax. And that's kind of like what that was. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that era of wrestling will always be, you know, fun to go back and watch and relive being a teenager a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so yeah, as always, um, we're here, uh, the last couple weeks we've been doing ranks. We've been doing, um, rounds one through four rounds, five through nine. We've kind of run the gamut on like the research portion of, of fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, so today I think a lot of people have drafts this weekend. They have drafts next weekend. Maybe they even do it Labor Day weekend. Um, I have a draft that's basically like, I think the Monday before the Thursday night football game, you know, like, um, that's my last one. But I think mm-hmm. that these are like, these are like the last weekends for, for drafts. And I think like where you and I sit a little bit, we're going to come back with some episodes, but the research is there, right? Most of the, most of the, uh, the ink is dry. Yeah. The, pow- the powder is dry. Powder's always dry though. The powder set. <laughs> yeah. You can't get the powder wet. I mean, then it's just the paste. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever phrase you want to use, like, for the most part, the legwork is in, and there's some refining, and, and we'll talk about some stuff. Um, but so it, I, I feel like it was a good time to come back with a little bit of a f- more fun episode. And a, fun might be the wrong use of the word, but a lighter episode. Yeah. Um, to talk really about draft day and not like tips for draft day, but just draft day in general. And and we've said this before, draft day for guys our age is is Christmas Day. But it's like um, Christmas from when you were like ten. Yes, yeah, like it's not like a seventeen year old Christmas. No, this is a ten year old. You're like anticipating that particular day, like whether it's um, you're getting together with friends you don't really get to see throughout the year um you know meeting up with people like um you know oftentimes it's like getting out out, getting out of the house like if you have kids and you know like a wife it's like kind of like a day to just be with the guys or girls um you know like it's just something really to look forward to for sure. And I think that, I mean, obviously we're doing a, a twice a week show talking about fantasy football, but I will say as much as this is Christmas and as much as this is fun, 
We also have added, not like you and I, but the average fantasy players added a little bit of like what it's like to be a parent of a 10-year-old at Christmas, where like there's a little bit of stress tied to not maybe not the day, but the draft itself. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've sucked a little bit of fun from it. Not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like you're saying, I think that's just like the anxiety of it, though. Like, like how things are going to fall to you. And, of course, you know, there's, there is money at, at stake, right? Like, so that's part of it. Um, I think what's more part of it is, is you don't want to be a loser. You know, like you don't want to have to look at, I don't know, certain, you know, you don't want to have to have certain people win and then you have to hear about it, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's more important than the money. Yeah. The bust and the balls and all that stuff for sure. Like, um, yeah, I totally understand what you're, what you're saying there. All right. So. Unlike Christmas, you don't wake up at 6 a.m. When you're 10, you don't wake up at 6 a.m. And uh, just, you know, wake everybody up and go to town. You know, it's usually in the middle of the afternoon or or later in the afternoon. Um, So you have a little bit of time Uh before you get going. So I guess, like, one thing I'm going to ask you is, is, like, are you a print print your ranks list out, you know, do you, do you have to get it done like in the morning before you start getting your stuff ready to go wherever you're going to go or get your space ready? Do you print your ranks out first? I used to. I don't print them anymore. Um, I I rely more on my computer than anything. Like, like the la- I would say the last three drafts, I haven't been printing. Like, I use technology now to like kind of target guys and all that and look at my tiers and, um, you know, a lot of sites you can create your own like cheat sheet. Um, so like, I'll do that. Like I'll cross guys off that I am not targeting at all. Like I don't, I don't really want to draft or, I'll highlight players that I am looking to draft. Um, so I no longer do any printing. Um, how about you? Um, so like for years I had to print out, like I always had to print it out because I needed it for my dad, you know, like Uh I needed to print, print them out for, for my dad. Uh And, um, this would be year two that we are doing, online only so uh i actually went in today and and set my ranks into the uh, platform we use espn that's our the platform that we use some of that is because of it's kind of this is a legacy league you know this is year 17 um Uh so everybody's kind of set in their ways changing that platform is going to be difficult so i went in and, and shuffled their rankings around to put them to my to my liking, but this will be the first year I'm not printing it out. I'll, I will print them out for my in-person, that last week in-person draft. Yeah. Um, um, 
why is that? You just like it better on paper to mark things like I um, it's more about bringing in like more than just my phone, like bringing either my iPad or my computer. I think I just rather bring paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is. Like I, I, I will say like, and maybe I'm showing my age, but like, I'm also more likely to read a book if I get the physical book than if I put it on my iPad. So I just, I don't know if having that thing to touch is just like important to me. Um, but for that whatever... part, I understand. Like I, I've tried like reading like eBooks. I, I can't, I can't really do it. <laughs> um, and at work, like I, there are certain parts of my job where I'd rather have it on physical paper than on my computer. Yeah. And if anybody saw the live show I did two Mondays ago, like when I was talking about like really late round players, I had it in a copy book, you know, like I had written everything down in a copy book and I had my pen on me. Like a lot of times when I'm doing my, I'll run a hypothesis over by you and then I'll track it down. And when I'm trying to do that stuff, it's just easier for me to like write it and then see it in the order that I put it than try to like copy and paste it and put it in a spreadsheet. Like it's easier for me to write it first and then put it in a spreadsheet. I don't know. Like I have to put it in a certain order. And I think that like, because now 17 years later, seeing ranks in certain ways and present it in certain ways, like my eyes and brain just kind of need it that way. If that Um, makes sense. Makes total sense. So I think the last three years I've started, um, using, using the premium version of fantasy pros and you can actually like sync it up to your draft um, and set everything and th- so that's why I haven't been doing the, the paper versions because like I can just do everything through their app or, and, or website um, I think it's yeah it, it's you can sync it to basically any platform you're you're drafting from yeah, that makes that makes sense, you know, like um, only because like I, I like their draft wizard. I mean, we've kind of migrated over to sleeper a little bit more. So mm-hmm. like using that, like using their software again, it's about your eyes and brain, like what you want to do. And this is a good segue because like I feel like what you want to do is you don't want to. Whatever way you prep, you don't want draft day to throw a whole wrench in it, right? No, right. So, like, if if you're using Fantasy Pros, say, to do their mock drafts and stuff, and you've been looking at their ranks, well, you don't want to print out someone else's ranks when you go to your draft. Um, It's going to throw you off. And not, like, in a way that it's going to – it's like a subconscious way because you might – be looking for players where you're used to seeing them or whatever else. And it just that, that extra hesitation, that extra little bit of panic. Well, or why is this list have this guy higher? Am I missing something? And, um, I think it's good, you know, like to whatever way you prep, whatever way, you know, like whoever's ranks you've been using, it's a good idea to bring those or use those at your live draft and don't change it up. 
were in on that Madrid. and yeah i was gonna say that and um like maybe uh like queue up a couple players that you're willing to draft because chances are somebody's gonna take your guy right and you don't want to panic and take a player that you didn't intend to take because like he was maybe the next guy up right like or the next guy on your list like and it might not even be on your list it might just be the list that you put in front of yourself well that's what yes my that's exactly my point not so like I mean like kind of think ahead a little bit and maybe circle or highlight players that that you've researched that you like and don't get like because we've done this like both of us I know have taken players out of in a way panic and it wasn't really a guy we were necessarily like targeting right yeah and I think that I want to get into like this kind of stuff um you know what let's do it like I'm not let's where mm-hmm. where this conversation takes us is it takes us, uh, but um, like yeah, and we you and I talked about it earlier, and we talked about um, a little bit about um, when you have your list in front of you and just crossing off names and taking the next one down, and basically I don't want to sit here and say like that's a bad plan or that's a bad idea. <clears throat> but as, as I've tried to say throughout this whole thing, it's like, if you didn't make the ranks up yourself, there's times where like when I'm doing rankings, where like I put a guy someplace and it's based on a floor or it's based on a ceiling. And I might not necessarily like taking the player where they're like ranked. Um, and so, like, when you just go down that list and you don't know, you could end up doing that. And I will say, again, speaking from experience, last year, even though we were doing this podcast, I was doing an amount of research. I wasn't as researched as I am this year because the year was so weird. I ended up taking Kenyon Drake, and every, there was not a mock draft I did where I took Drake in the first round. There was not one that I did. And I don't know what had me do it. I don't know why I did it, but I did it, you know, and I think that yeah. I think that some of it and, and I own it. I made the decision, but I think some of it was based on the the online software where players were ranked there and then my list and just kind of going through the motion. And yeah, I it was it, kind of a. In a way, like a, like a, I don't know if it was last year or the year before it happened. Like you were set on taking Chubb, right? Like, um, and and this this goes with the theme that we're we're kind of talking about is other know your league, right? And know the play, the people participating in your league. And you got to believe that you, or I'm sorry, they have also done research also. So, um, 
I don't know. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. Like, because we we could probably go back to our podcast last year. You were set on taking Chubb, and I think he either went right before you or picked, and maybe that threw you off a little bit. You know, no, that was I think that was two years ago. Okay, that you're discussing. We're like I think I took like the eighth pick. And I expected that just to be where I landed him, and I and God, it right. wasn't. Last year it was a little different, and I think like the whole year I was like, ah, I'm just going to take Aaron Jones. I think that's the pick. That's the pick. That's the pick. And then it landed on me, and I went, ah, Kenyon Drake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just, I think that, um, we're going to talk tomorrow. Tomorrow there'll be an episode where we talk a little bit about the market. So I don't want to get too far down this road, mm-hmm. but it's something that we've been mentioning a lot recently when it's just about um, it's okay to take your people. And then we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this for a little later for um, that Friday episode. But um, so in draft day, <laughs> um, yeah. because I don't want to get into specifics too much. Um Right, like so for us this year it's three o'clock. I think we did around the same time last year. And um one thing I'll say is like I'm also like if you know me, like I'm someone who I really like to be on time. Um if I tell you like we'll meet somewhere at three o'clock, like you I'll probably be there like 15 minutes early. Like I really don't like to be late. And uh-huh. last year, like um, I also think that this is what threw me off is like we had arrived at your place and basically had to open the computer and get started, you know, like, and I just didn't feel settled. Um, so like one, one thing I will say, if you're someone like me and you're going somewhere li- like live or you're doing it online and you just like, you need to be ready, be ready. Open your, it's okay to open your computer and be waiting to go into the draft room. Yeah, you know? I would say, like, in in the past, yeah, I mean, last year was a little weird. So in the past, we, we would do live drafts in person. And let's just say the draft, that, you know, like, we say 3 o'clock. Well, that's when everybody arrives, right? And then you eat, and then... Then you start your draft because everybody's there. Well, now last year was a little bit different, right? We There wasn't that verbal, or I'm sorry, that like in-person communication to where like, all right, now get ready. It was like you get here and there was, yeah, like you said, you're thrown off a bit because we just kind of just started. Well, we were um, behind. Like I drove two other people in our league I yeah. should have known better about telling them what time we would leave. No, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I should have known better. And yes. <laughs> basically we were right there on the wire. And like, for me, it's just, I'm not an anxious person, but that's something like I does not jive well with me. Like I like to be settled. I like to have my drink. I like to, you know, like, 
be ready to go. And you're right. Like when you do it in person, you have that little bit of like everybody's there. Everybody said their hellos. Everybody settled. Your if you brought your computer, it's opened. You know, like you're you're ready. And like you might we were doing the draft order, so like there was like it literally wasn't just boom three o'clock. We're starting at three o'clock. And um, again, know yourself. It's not just about knowing your league. Know yourself. And like I'm just such a creature of like if I've you know I've got to be on time or early and if I'm really cutting it close it really just set you know sends me back sets me back and, and let, let let's let's be honest every league has a person a friend that is notorious like if you say three o'clock they're showing up at like 3 30 like yeah yeah 100 that's happening you ha- like it's a joke you have to like you have to, you have to tell that person two thirty. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, in that, like, for me, is like, not that, like, I'm not. If if you get it from from me, I'm not a like a Zen person. I feel like I don't, you know, like I'm pretty even keeled, but I also don't exactly ride low. You know, like, um, I'd say I ride hot sometimes. So mm-hmm. like, um, no, like I need to have my shit together. And so like for draft day, like my computer, if I'm going somewhere, my computer's packed, whatever I need to print out is packed. Like it's already the night before, you know, like for, for the, those times where you were there probably, and I bought like a TV screen to like hook my monitor up to for the draft board, like all that mm-hmm. was ready to go the night before. That's just, yeah. you know, like who I am. So like what I say is like, if you're a creature of habit like that, like be, be prepared, you know, don't, don't throw yourself off. Not that this is the most important day of the year, but if it's supposed to be a fun day, don't throw yourself off or make yourself anxious by being unprepared or thinking you have more time than, than maybe you do. And another thing, part of draft day is, is the food, right? It's, Second, maybe to the drinks, right? Like the food is very important. Um, I will I s- go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I will say I'm not a big fan. We've done it. I don't think wings are a good draft day food. <laughs> I know wings and football go well together, but I don't think wings and fantasy football draft is a good. It's a good food. No, because they don't go. It doesn't go well with typing on your computer or or, or paper. Yeah, that yeah. oil-based sauce and like it, it's just you don't you don't want that. So, um, yeah, uh, food is very important. You need to have it. Plus, like an in-person draft is like a three to four hour long exercise. You know, like you're gonna need food. Yeah, like. That was that's always something like I definitely like look forward to. Um, so very important to a draft. Yeah, hundred percent. And like you and I are planning on beat it being together, and I have a draft earlier that day, so I was debating like all like what I was going to do. We talked about getting pizza, you know, from like one of the like good local spots, which which we still may do, but I might make something like. Time it out that it will be done and resting by the time like my my first draft is starting, you know, like Mm -hmm. 
Um, we'll have to see. You know, I got to get out there and clean my smoker. Um, but I'm debating if I want to make like maybe pulled pork or ribs or something. Yeah, sounds good to me. And uh, although the pizza is intriguing to me, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm thinking like um, there's a you know new a, a good place that's in a different part of the city opened up down the street. So I'm thinking maybe instead of doing all that, just like putting an order in for a pickup at like, you know, two thirty. Um, yeah. And then if I have to, just sending my dad down to pick it up with cash or something. So um, pizza's a nice like to me. Pizza's a nice, easy draft food. Pizza is sandwiches are because you're not getting sloppy, you know. Like, and look, it's pizza, you know. Like, yeah. Um, that. And to me, like, it, it was always having, like, beers with your buddies or, or whatever you like to drink. Um, so I, I love draft. It, it's it's – I really, like, look forward to it. I only do one league in, like, like one home league. I don't do a bunch. Um, and then the rest are, like – not very personal. Um, I do best ball drafts. Um, obviously, I don't know any of the people I'm doing it with. So it's almost to me like doing like a mock draft, right? Like, so th- this is something I definitely really look forward to. Well, and as I, as I said, like, I feel like we maybe have hit the peak for like like quote unquote home leagues um it's tough to get new people if like someone drops out at this point you know and um people have migrated to daily or best ball or just other formats you know so like most home leagues like this is a league of people that most of us have known our entire lives you know or most of our lives um, so, you know, it's, it's fun in that regard too, because, you know, like this can be two years in a row. We, we haven't, you know, like, I'm not going to get to see most of the, the people at all, all year. Um, we'll see what, what 2022 brings, you know, um, or maybe we do some type of hybrid, uh, thing, but, um, yeah, I think seeing everybody having good food, having good beers, you know, you did your work, have fun with it. And just see where it goes. I, I, you know, like I'm a personal believer of like, get as drunk as you want after the fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, but yeah. you, know, what, you, you don't want to be feeling too good early on and being big. big no, balls. you might make. <laughs> you might make some mistakes. Yeah, you don't want to be dicks <laughs> out come round two. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'll take a defense here. Yeah. I'll show them. Here's the kicker I want. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like, uh, this is supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. Take your draft seriously. But as we're going to talk about, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Take your draft seriously. But your draft is probably about 40% of your fantasy season, maybe 30. You pay the most attention to it because, like, for us, it's mu- – for me, like, I'm probably paying as much attention to, like, ranking and 
all of that stuff as I would in it managing the team an entire season. Because there's all, yeah, those, I mean, all those months of, of right. off season. Yeah, like during the season, it really should not be like you set your lot, you know, you win or lose a week and come Wednesday, you set your lineup and you're done. Like you, you got to be paying attention through the week to see, you know, who you're playing on starting versus, you know, matchups, you know, do a little bit of research, um, in season, uh, in seasons. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Like I was going to say maybe 50, 50, but it might, it might be like 60, 40, like 40% draft, 60% how you manage the team throughout the year. Because players are going to get injured. You're going to have to look at matchups, um, things of that nature. So um, I think it's more, yeah, more 40% draft, 60% how you are going to manage the team through, through the season. Nobody wins a championship draft day. Nobody wins a championship. Nobody. Nobody. Um, And one thing that I wrote last year was don't fall too in love with your team. You know, everybody's got weaknesses somewhere. Don't fall too in love with your team. Um, And basically when we say nobody wins, it's because one is you have to set your lineups every week. But also, like, you're going to have to, like, you're almost definitely going to have to make a trade or there's going to be a big, like, free agent. Mm -hmm. Um, It happens every year. It happens every year. So, like, managing your roster is weighted more um, because the decisions you make each week are impactful. You know, like, draft day is draft day. Um, And then you have weekly management to do. And um, those decisions about your lineups affect wins and losses. And then the players that you're going to pick up, the players you're going to drop, you're going to make a mistake maybe and drop a guy you shouldn't have. You're going to, you know, hopefully buttress that with picking up a good player. So just remember, like, this is the most fun day. It has the most promise. It's, you know, it's buying a lottery ticket and, you know, thinking about all the things you're going to do with winning that money. You know, like, you never love your lottery ticket more than before they call the numbers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a scratch-off ticket, you know. It's certainly a 17-week investment, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. And so you've you're got invest- it- think of it that way. You're investing X amount of money to hopefully that stock <laughs> pays off in 17 weeks. Um, and um, There's going to be ups and downs with it. I will say this. Like, here's a tip from me is – don't give up on your team if it starts out slow. Um, like, I've seen it, you've seen it a hundred times where players start off hot and they cool down really quick. And the opposite, players are cool and then they just pick up. Um, I feel like a, a player that had done that, not necessarily last year, but the year prior. Derrick Henry, like he was winning people's leagues at the end of the year. 
uh, not last year, but the prior two seasons. Like, so you, you really can't give up on your team if you start off slow. Keep with it. Um, make moves. Make the next, yeah, make moves. I mean, don't be afraid to do it. You're going to have to. Well, if but you're losing, if you, start you're... Off, if you start off like 0 and 4, that's not a death sentence. You could come back from that pretty easy, I think. You can, um, especially uh, this year. There's going to be an extra game. Um, just so you guys know, like most of your leagues are going to have to add an extra game because the bye weeks run into the first week of what used to be fantasy playoffs. Um, but yeah, and. But the thing is, is if you're not winning and you need to win, you can't keep doing the same thing. And I'm not going to say, that's the definition of insanity. But like, <laughs> um, the reality is, is something has to change. You yes. know, nothing changes if nothing changes. So don't be afraid. Work, work the other people that are in bad shape. Look at, you know, like I feel like in your case, look at a team that's doing real well that might be able to accept a more risky player. You know, like don't be afraid to make a move because you're worried about what that player might become. If they're not producing for you and you need wins, if they become great, that's fine. Every week that they don't is another bit of the window that's closing for you. You know, mm-hmm. so like you you can't be afraid if you're, if you're starting off poor um, to – I'm not going to see. What do you want to do? Do you want to pack it in come week six? Or do you want to be clawing and scratching and trying? You know, like, I, I never want to concede that I'm done. And um, the only way to ensure that is to keep keep your eye on what what news is coming out about different teams. What what things are coming out. Who's Who's looking like, who's put a good week or two together? Who's looking like they're poised to take over more? Whatever. It's not caught. The end of your bench is probably com- comparable to what's there, out there on the waiver wire, but so, they might. the guy on the waiver wire might have a better chance at catching fire. So Yeah, I mean, you, you could be in a league and you could be down 0-3, 0-4, but who's to say that the, the top-ranked team, their players don't get injured and they start to lose games? Like, Please do not give up. Yeah, if you it's start a long, off slow. Like it's a long, it's a season. long season. It's a long season. A lot can happen. Make moves. Spend your fab. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it, right. Um, if you look once at, you get to, listen, you have to get into the playoffs. That's all that matters. And it's then a tour from there on, you that is when that's the time to like. Um, really pay attention to your lineups and all that stuff. The goal is to make the playoffs. Doesn't matter you, what your record is when you get there. No, once you get there, it's a tournament, and all you need is to outscore your opponent on any given week. And you don't have to have the highest score that week to advance. You know, yeah. we've we've seen it, and we'll we'll leave this part of this discussion at at, at this, right? Like last year, our league had a pretty controversial trade where. Dalvin Cook changed hands and ended up on a team that already had um, – who was the other back? He already had a number one back. Um, uh, was it Jonathan Taylor maybe? Well, no. Taylor and Jacobs went and Dalvin Cook came back. Got it. Um, 
and he had Metcalf. But anyway, he ended up with two ridiculous running backs, and it was like, oh, just give him the championship, and you never know how it's going to go, you know, like, and lo and behold, you know, Cook misses some time, other players cool off, uh, DK Metcalf cooled off, and then you're looking at it, and he's out in the first round, and regrets the trade, you know, (laughs) like, um, so you like you think like up oh, it's it's over and um I'm I'm out and everything ebbs and flows everything ebbs and flows things change um players get hot players get cold um I'm sorry I'm like trying to kill a little bit of time before I click on on his <laughs> roster but he went 11 and 2 you know and everybody crying Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't J. It was Taylor and somebody else. He he held on to Jacobs, but he had Metcalf and Devontae Adams. You know, very. This right. is a very good team. Very good fantasy awesome team. Awesome team. Yeah. He went eleven and two for a reason. Right. But, um, and the team that ended up getting the other players, they were they started off cold. They needed to do something. They weren't winning with Dalvin Cook. Um, it was Taylor and Montgomery, right? So that's not a bad trade. It's not at all. No. Um, but those two players that, got I think that smoked was my argument. Hot. Yeah. My argument at the time was exactly what we're talking about. Like, you're one – you're – you're one play away from somebody getting hurt and that trade being like almost worthless, right? Like I could see like on the surface it mattering, but that's why we have trade deadlines. It's not like you're trading like in, in playoff time, you know what I mean? Like, so there's a lot that can happen. It's a really long season. Um, don't give up and don't get too cocky either, right? Like, um, no, you can always improve, right? Like, and that's yeah. what we're saying. Why the draft is forty percent. So, ha- like, ha- if you guys are drafting this weekend, have fun, get good food, do your, you know, take your sheets, take your tablet, do what you got to do, adjust your ranks on whatever platform you use. Be ready, you know, be prepared, calm your mind, don't feel rushed, don't feel like you've got to jump on trends, don't feel like you've got, you know, like, take your players, you did the work, you were listening here, you're probably listening other places, and have fun. Yeah, have, have fun. fun. And, and like, you know your league, if you've been in a long time, you know who's going to show up, and that's the first time they're going to be looking at rankings, right? <laughs> Um, and you, you kind of start to know the tendencies of the players in your league. You know who likes to take wide receiver in the first round rather than a running back. You know where a team likes to take a quarterback early. Um, you know, like, be- between me and you, like, knowing each other's tendencies, like, I already know this. 
um, and it's not a secret, like, you know you have to take ETN before I do. Um, we, we know. Or, or he is never going to come back to you. So, yeah. like, you're going to know these things about the players in your league. Chances are, if you're in a home league, you've been with these guys for 17-plus years, right? Like, um, so no, that's, that's a really, I think, an important tip is, like, know your league, um, know the point system, all that kind of stuff. So on that note, um, we're going to wrap up this conversation and we'll be back uh, discussing uh, the draft market and where players are falling. So uh, we'll be back with that episode. Uh, Until then, again, guys, have fun. Good night.